cool. you could touch it however you want to do it, but no, I'm not gonna touch it. Rona should be good. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> Rona. I don't want to get the hole. Hello, hello, Marcus. Jesus. Here we are live. <laughs> Did you start it? <laughs> Welcome to my podcast, Marcus. Thank you for coming and visiting me. No, I'm just kidding. You sound like Wong. <laughs> what's up buddy thanks for coming on no thanks for having me i know uh, i was well we were just talking i was just saying like it's funny because prior to this i i'm kind of quiet and i'm trying to set everything up but i feel bad because i'm just not talking and i'm trying to set everything up but um no i'm happy you're here dude thanks for being here no thanks for having me yeah no i thought you like moving around you had to take a piss earlier too yeah gotta get the shakes out before i get started i know i I know (laughs) exactly dude because you know um since i have to do everything Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard because I got to set up the camera. I got to do this. And people heard about it last time. I was talking to Jordan about it in yeah. the last episode. It's it's hard when you're producing your own show because Dude. there's all these little things you have to think about. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of just being attentive to the show, you know, ideally it'd be great if somebody was here. But I just feel bad sometimes because as it evolves, I feel bad. I, I need to come earlier and get it all done because, yeah, we were doing everything. But, um, yeah, it's set up now, so we're good. Yeah, no, it's like I see the setup. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is like I came in and I was like, "Yo, this is sick!" Like if I had something like this, like right now, because I'm stuck in Yuma, because yeah. I don't want to be in law right now with all that Rona Hova shit going on right now. So I was like, if I had this space to work, man, I'd be so productive. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, welcome to the Orale Collective. This is Stu. Orale way. Orale way. This is something you'd be psyched on, dude. Dude, no, it's just sick. It's like it's like a very chill environment and very like welcoming, and it's just the way it's set up too. It's like it's nice. The light doesn't come in where it's like hot yeah but it's like letting light in where you can just like you know have you don't even need lights in here which i mean you do but like that's probably for like at nighttime. yeah no well i mean these lights in here do they kind of suck because they're like i don't know if they're halogens and i really don't even know what halogen means but they're yeah. super <laughs> i don't fucking know somebody told me they were halogens i was like you know what sure they're halogens and uh <laughs> go with it. yeah whatever but they're they're super fucking hot oh really yeah, oh they heat up they heat up dude so i don't even like having them on because we're not here too much at night okay we're here a lot during the day like i was telling you earlier because we don't have wi-fi yeah so i'll work here all day until like i'm hungry or i need to uh um until i need internet okay so i'll go home and upload something Fool, something. i told you you need to slap a hottie down slap a hot i know yeah, dude but you can't upload like crazy stuff with it depends with a you can't bro with a hottie. I, well, I use the hottie back at my place right now because that's what i'm using to like do my classes right yeah. now and it works perfectly i up- uploaded like a what's it called a 17 gigabyte file file yeah up earlier this morning for like my film class mm-hmm. so i was like it's chilling like, yeah as long as it's like as long as it does its job you just gotta ask like if it was sprint i don't know but verizon slash no yeah. i got well we just moved to at&t okay because we had sprint forever dude and sprint's not a guy here yeah i know sprint sucks here <laughs> dude. You, can't get enough. you can't even get an uber home like it sucks dude bro do they even have ubers here yeah it's Dwayne dukes's dad it's like the only person <gasps> really that yeah, there was like one time i got an uber home well actually a couple times a couple times i got ubers home both times it was Dwayne dukes's dad and it was That's so sick. funny. And he was like, it was so sick. Cause I was like, dude, Dwayne's, Dwayne's dad's so sick. Cause every time I get in the car with him, he just talks about how rad his son is. And I was like, this he is hives cool. Set up. He That's just, so cool. Yeah, dude. I was like, what a rad dad. Dude, that's how, like, I feel like parents like, are so good at that. Like just hyping up their kids. But then like, I think about like, man, do I want to hype up my kid when he's like five? I was like, oh yeah, he's a beast on the f- soccer field. No, like, man. No, cause it's like. Let him develop some character. Yeah. Let him get slapped around. <laughs> Let him get kicked in the dick once. <laughs> Let him get a little too confident. Just nuts left your kid. Oh, that's terrible. Dude, I get it. You know, as bad as it seems, I feel like, because the way we act, I feel like one of us is going to do that one of these days. Just like, nuts left our kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Really? It'll probably be Oscar. <laughs> More than anybody. 
Oscar would throw his kid. I could see him just picking him up by his like the back of his skin and just like it's tossing it. Oh, he's gonna be the kid. He's gonna be the guy that pulls his kid by the ear. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I don't have the. I don't the have the skin. Not even gonna get his by his ears. Gonna ground. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say. Dude, it. you can say whatever you want. <laughs> no, 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 that's cool. Oscar, <laughs> I love you, fool. <laughs> Is he on the ship right now? So, I actually, just talked to him right before uh, I got here. He was yeah. leaving work, but yeah, he has to go back in. I think it's like once or twice a week he has to be on the ship yeah. during this whole situation. Yeah, yeah, which sucks because like San Diego, San Diego, like his station or his base is like there's like been multiple cases. So oh, those shit. guys have to be like quarantined in their bunkers or yeah. in their like I don't know. I can't remember the term he used last time we were on the ship, gotcha. but they have to stay on the ship yeah. until it's like over or passes the certain time allot- yeah. allotment, whatever well, it is. And I just realized right now, maybe I should give you a little bit of intro. So for everybody that doesn't know, so Mark is a really good friend. You're like best friends with my brother, who's a pilot in the Air Force. And you, Oscar, a friend that we're talking about, he's in the Navy on a ship and you guys are all best friends and such. And I, a little bit of your background, you can say it um, like you, you know, illustrator from... Mm-hmm. Illustrator, animator, uh, U of A, all the way now UCLA, mm-hmm. just a, a man of many schoolings. But I just so everybody education. knows, yeah, just a man of many education. But just before we get into to other shit, but just as a little background for people, because right now, obviously, we're in the middle of the Rona, and usually you'd be in UCLA right now mm-hmm. and in La La and La. But you're doing, you're here. Yeah, how's everything going here, dude? It's good. It's just different, like transitioning. Um, Dude, when it, when all that stuff started happening, I was remember I was going to the gym and like I'd only hear I only hear my news at the gym because like yeah. when I run they have like the little screens. For sure. And I stopped going to like the graduate gym because it's like old people news. Oh, okay. And the news is different news. in every room. Yeah. <laughs> so well it's like one, it's like the grad gym is like one box, giant box. So it's like it's not as big as the wooden center. Oh, and okay. the wooden center is massive. So I like went there Saturday. I was like, yo, I'm just gonna start coming here. It's quicker. I don't have to like Mm-hmm. travel all the way down like a mile downhill to like get there yeah. so i started going there and it was just like it's just better and like i said like the um, the tvs like pre- or show other stuff other than like old people news yeah so that's like where i basically heard like this whole rona thing going on and then i was like you know maybe i should come back home a little bit earlier just to see what happens yeah. so i came back down and i was planning on only staying for like maybe like four days just to say what's up to like oh yeah i was only gonna stay for four days uh say what's up to my mom say hi to some of my students go lift with them go treat them to like some food and then um all this stuff happened like la went on lockdown I was like yeah i think i'm gonna stay here. yeah i'm not going back well because all the fun stuff in la is gone like no amusement parks the reason why people like to be there. yeah the reason why yeah. people like to be there and like i can't even get into my studio to work so it's like yeah that's like where i that's like i can't do work at my house yeah like i could but it's like very hard because i'm very adhd at least there i can like pull out our giant like laptop and a flat screen put on tv listen to it look at my phone and then walk around if i need to yeah yeah. so it's like you know it's your your environment your workspace. Yeah. yeah and plus it's like it's filled with a bunch of like artwork and just photographs and posters signed by like famous animators directors mm-hmm. that have like gone through the program or have taught at the program yeah so it's like very inspiring to be in that like setting yeah yeah that's dope i know i feel like well the last time i don't remember exactly the last time i saw you but well i kind of maybe there's a time before this i took your pictures before you went to ucla yeah yeah, yeah. and then you left well no 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 last no, time no. i saw you we were filming your uh your thing for you my yeah yeah no hey, that was like back. that was in december when i came back down i yeah it was around yeah, Christmas for the holidays time. yeah because yeah. everybody was on break and it yeah. was kind of a mission to do all that stuff yeah, and I was like trying to get that like set because I just wanted to start production right away. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like a, a it's kind of been a, a roadblock in things because I'm sure 
over there because just so could you tell a little bit of people that you know that don't know you what you're out there in ucla doing yeah so um i'm over there studying uh my master's in uh film and animation so it's like a master's in fine arts yeah but our program is in the film school yeah so we're animating within the film school and it's like it's cool because like we're being taught how to animate but the really awesome part is like it's not just a trade school or it's not even a trade school because they're not even teaching us how to really like use certain uh products that are in the industry you kind of have to teach yourself or take a couple classes to teach yourself mm. but it's more like teaching you how to be like a storyteller yeah like you could be a master at like using a program but if you don't know how to tell a story it doesn't really it doesn't matter. really matter that's cool because i knew um i know you were trying really hard because that was a school that you needed to be accepted in right because mm -hmm. i know it's correct me if i'm wrong from what i remember when you had to create a portfolio for yourself in order to be accepted to that school yep and weren't you like put on hold yeah so i was yeah. put on a, a wait list so yeah. i remember getting the the letter and it was like sorry to let you know but you i was like dang it God i was like i didn't it. get accepted and that kept reading and i was like but you have been put on the deferred like wait list I and i honestly think from what it sounds like because ucla i didn't realize like how hard of a school it really was to get into yeah. but it's like grade point average or like your gpa makes a huge difference yeah. so my gpa was ass over <laughs> at u of a like i remember going in and i got a 2.8 right off the back my yeah. first semester and then my second semester of freshman um uh, freshman year it dropped down to like 2.2 jesus mark so i had a 2.5 overall that's because you guys are too busy raging not even dude i was just yeah i mean yeah so <laughs> i wasn't very responsible my first year but then after that i was like okay i need to keep productive do stuff so i got a job starting to get involved in stuff yeah and then my gpa slowly started going up yeah that's so, what happens when you go to school with all your pals yeah you kind of get a little ragey i mean it's the same thing over at when you're in high school but in high school it's like you have a structure it's like first period all the way to sixth period and then you have sports afterwards yeah and like hanging out it's kind of different because like if you're always have girlfriends or if you have a girlfriend it's like eh, yeah you know, so you girlfriend can even set you straight ruin everything yeah exactly take away from your boys jesus that's the worst part yeah i had to deal with that so it's not that big of a deal anymore yeah i learned yeah i learned, <laughs> I learned quick i yeah. learned fast well that's the hope is in school you learn that but um so at ucla now you got put on this way list so now you're at ucla studying this thing mm -hmm. um it was in it's interesting because when you told me that as far as you know when you started going there and studying i mean it's it's uh it's filmmaking like you're pretty much doing filmmaking they make you do that mm -hmm. i thought that was amazing because i think that's so sick that the way they they structure it that way where you're doing animation in inside of like a film inside of a film yeah school, right i don't know what did you were you were you hyped on that or i think it's cool because it's like you're amongst other creatives like if you're in an art school art school is like very how could i put it especially for the fine arts school. oh you could tell me i went to one yeah no it's very loosey-goosey it's like oh this is cool this is what i feel about it yeah and i'm just like Ugh. like it kind of pisses me off sometimes because yeah. sometimes it's not even like great it's a hack job it's weird yeah but it's like what well, nowadays i think it's more like what it's about and like the background like your little artist statement mm -hmm. but then sometimes like people are creating super badass stuff too and most of those people end up do working as a what's it called a commercial artist yeah they'll go into like the film industry and start doing like uh production art or like uh background art and design art which yeah. is like cool because like i'm happy i'm blessed that i went to you know u of a had some really awesome teachers who kind of like worked me to get better and i got pissed a couple times because i was like <laughs> fuck these guys like yeah i'm like what do you want yeah yeah like i don't know <laughs> so and then just grinding and getting better at it now it's like it helps because like my storytelling is what i know i need to improve on and like dialogue and just like coming up with jokes yeah but like i'm very confident in like just like backgrounds 
animating yeah, characters. You're a great illustrator. Uh, I'm decent. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're pretty good. Cause so at U of A, um, for people that don't know, what did, what did you study at U of A before you got to you know this whole UCLA opportunity? So when I first got there, I was studying architecture. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah. It's so funny how uh, initially when artists or creatives in high school, their their first. Uh, their first lane that they try to approach is is always architecture. I don't know why. I think it's the money thing, dude. But even then, sometimes like it's it's so bad to say this because I feel like architecture nowadays. There's so much stuff you can pull from, especially with like CGI and stuff like that. You can or, just like, CGI it. Well, not even that. Like there's um there's catalogs and files that have been put together where you can just pull like designs of houses and just like mix and mash them together. Oh, okay. Because I saw some guy when my when I was 18 here. He was working at the old Sears Mall at that. There used to be like a- Sears? Yeah. Dude, there used to be like a, a shirt shop there where you could like buy like clothing or like get shirts made. And this guy- Sharkies? Uh, not Sharkies. What it was, was it called? One. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like about. 808 or something what? like that. I don't know. It was some weird place. But I remember watching this guy. He literally was like working on a shirt design. This guy looked like he just got done working like construction in the fields. Like he was being, it was super, it was super cool though. Cause like he just started pulling all this stuff together and literally built a house like that. I was like, bro, if yeah. people can just start doing that, then like, what's the point of like yeah. going to the school? And it's very hard for architecture too. Cause like, I, this is just me personally. I feel like if you want to be creative, you have to like work so hard to get to the position to be like the main architect over like a, oh, like a building. It's a big hierarchy. Yeah. But yeah. it's the same thing with any field creative of job, creative Especially field. creative jobs. Yeah. Well, actually, probably anywhere. So after architecture, um, actually, I don't know if anybody's ever laid out this for you. It's curious because I don't even think I remember because I would just go visit you guys in Tucson mm -hmm. and just to go party with you guys. Yeah. And that was before my brother liked to party. So yeah. he would just hang out with us. So I was like, what are your, I want to hang out with your friends. <laughs> so you did a, <coughs> hey, I feel like a bug just flew in my mouth. I think it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm definitely going to get the Rona. Jesus. Uh, so you did architecture, and then after architecture, obviously you didn't keep doing architecture. No. What happened? Uh, so I switched. Um, I realized I didn't want to be making squares and shapes. I like color. <laughs> this. I, I like color, and I like making people laugh and like telling stories. So I switched into graphic design and illustration because there was no animation program Smart at, boy. at U of A, which I was kind of perturbed because even the animation <sighs> classes you could take were just very generic, simple. It was like a trade, like teaching you how to use the program and just yeah. go for it, animate. So... I switched into graphic design and illustration. Sweet. I love graphic design because graphic design was like more of like money making, yeah, like the commercial art, like yeah. getting funding and stuff. And then illustration was more like me just being creative and like coming up with worlds and stuff. It's different. Yeah. It's super different. And so I switched over to there and you know, most of my time at U of A, I was doing um, commercial work. I was working for like the student union there and then for the Guerrero Student Center. And I was producing like graphic design stuff for them, like working yeah. in the food industry for on them. On campus? Yeah, on campus. That's cool. That's a, such a good gig when you're in school. Oh, yeah. It was you, awesome. Because you can get the reps in. Yeah. It's such a good job. And so, I met some really cool individuals that like kind of helped mentor me over at the U of A as well. Was it all, was it in the same job? Yeah, it was in the same job. Yeah. So like people that were in the job that would help me and like teach me. Oh, dope. And like the first time I came in, I was like, I had no clue what I was doing. And I just remember like they just throwing me straight into it. I was like, oh, crap. And like. I was overworking stuff. He was like, you don't have to do that. Like, oh, you're like, you're just shortcuts that's and stuff. Fuck, that's cool. So it helped because like now when I came to Yuma High, like I knew all this stuff, like how to use InDesign, like all these programs basically. Yeah. And I was able to develop like handbooks for the football team and like oh, make it look legit, like, make it look clean. It. Oh, that's the difference. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, it looks clean. Like this looks professionally done. This looks like it could be like you went to a firm or something like that. Yeah. And I was just a teacher there. I was just like, I did it because I felt the kids deserved it. Yeah. You that's know? cool. So that was cool. I think the coolest thing that I ever did at U of A was uh, 
there used to be this place, there still is, it's called the Highland Burrito. And uh, it was very well known, especially as a freshman, that this was the place where everyone would go get drunk, like drunk munchies. What's it called? Highland Burrito. Oh, how come I or never Highland, heard of this? Because by that time it was like over. We were like, it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. And basically, it's basically what happened to Chili Pepper. The oh. burritos got smaller. <laughs> oh, sons of bitches. <laughs> but like, I used to get these big ass like burritos that were so good. Like they'd have to do double tortillas oh, okay. because oh. I just asked for everything. <laughs> and I used to call it Dirty Sanchez. So I just like, Load it with like everything basically they had, which was like 17 different toppings, and then like ask for six eggs. Oh, and it was just this massive burrito that I just oh like. Oh my god, you're ridiculous, on. dude! Like those stories you post of your breakfast, you have oh, like yeah. 18 eggs. <laughs> like you have one of those. If no one's ever seen Mark's, uh, Mark's posted, he has like one of those giant pans, and he has like almost every single, like probably every egg in the carton, and he puts it in there. I was like, dude, how do you eat all that, bro? Dude, it's like, <laughs> you don't, don't like even right here, like you don't even look that much bigger unless you stand up straight, but you're a big boy. Uh, you're tall. It's just boy. a tall. Yeah, you're a tall, tall boy. Dude, no, but like this whole thing, like without the gym, I feel like I'm just kidding. You know, I, I'm like, I'm like, screw it. My beach bod's gone. I'm My just, beach bod. it's, it's bulking season right now. You're back into bulking guess. season. <laughs> I guess we're back in the bulk. Yeah. That's too funny. Well, okay, so then to go back, because this is interesting because, you know, especially for like when I made this show, um, it was originally, or even this brand originally, it was mm. to connect with creative specifically. But I think I wanted it to evolve. You know, well, then I, yeah, I was thinking to have it evolve to to just inspiring individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you're creative or not. And maybe that's come with it, like uh, maybe that's come with the last couple of years. But I know for you, um, you're one of these individuals from Yuma that's incredibly inspiring because you know you go to the U of A. And then you go do what you got to do. You come back, you succeed there. But then, because um, even from there, like the timeline's interesting because you go to U of A and then you came back, right? Mm-hmm. And then you started teaching at Yuma High. Yeah. Correct? And yeah. then from there, you were just, you were a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're working with the football team. And then what else did you do there? I was a, what's it called? Student council rep, I guess. Yeah. For like, I think last year I was a student council rep. Yeah. Last year. And then I just did whatever I could, like. Because you were developing your portfolio. Yeah, I'm I was developing my portfolio too. But on top of that, I also, it was really cool because like, unfortunately, just because we're Yuma High situated and the area of the town that we're, it's in, like there's a lot of stuff that's going down there. Yeah. That kind of causes kids to get in trouble, get involved with gangs. Yeah. Press up in, on this guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry. There you go. There get you involved go. with gangs, get involved with stuff they shouldn't be. And I think it opened a lane for me because a lot of my football boys, well, not a lot of them, a couple of them, and then like other kids, like were starting to get in trouble. Yeah, or were already in trouble. So like, it was really cool because I got to, um, you know, one of the students that was very close to my heart. I call him my mijo. Uh, he's still my mijo. Yeah. Um, he um, went through this program. He was actually going to be sent to the DOC, oh, which shit. is Department of Correction. And I remember going to juvenile detention and sitting there and talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, Mr. Sanchez, or coach, like, if I go, that's it. I'm going to be involved with the gang over there because it's like that's how you survive. Yeah, you have to do it." And I'm like, "Fuck, like this sucks." And then. Out of nowhere, he, they found out it was a very good athlete. Like, oh. I will put money on this kid. He's the, one of the fastest kids in, in Yuma. Oh, nice. And I, we always make the joke that's because he was running away from the cops. But, <laughs> I mean, this little kid yeah, legitimately. It's a proper training. Yeah, th- no, yeah, literally. But this kid can run. So, the what's it called? Judge found out about this. Other people found out. And they were like, yo, we're going to give you a second chance. You're going to go through this program. And so, he was in juvie for about, I think, like six months or something like that. Yeah. And every week I would try to visit him, visit him just to go talk and like. I remember that. Yeah. So I would do that. And it, honestly, it was very, it was a very rewarding experience and it opened other doors. Like 
I remember other students would start asking me like, hey, could you come to my court to see like people from the school or like oh, supporting me? So I remember one of our kids, I don't know where the kid's at. I heard he just got involved with some stuff. And I'm pissed because I'm like, yo, I went and sat down with your PO and your mom and now you're still and doing this dumb stuff. still messed up. I know. I mean, it just happens. Yeah, stuff happens. Happen. You know, you can't. You can't be watching kids all the time. Well, it's know? hard because you can't make decisions for them either. You gotta yeah. let them mess up and, and learn. Yeah. So like that stuff happens. And even like some of the the girls that got in trouble. I remember three of my girls got in trouble for like just doing something they shouldn't have been doing off campus. Cops caught them. And I remember going and like sitting in and like, what's it called? At their like court dates. And it was cool because like I remember at the end of the year when I didn't know if I was I was uncertain if I was coming back or if not. Yeah. Um like the students were there, they had come to school to like sign up to come back to school. And like the counselor brought them up mm. to like see me and like oh. sign my flag, which was like super cool. Cause like they were like super happy to see me. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You're very poetic in the way you approach things. Cause I remember all that whole situation. We were going to, we were both going to, Albuquerque. Uh, huh? With the Albuquerque? That too. That was a wild <laughs> time. No, we were actually both going to the same gym. And I remember you oh, would yeah. bring kids in and you were like taking care of them. And you would talk to me about, this stuff like this i didn't i didn't know you were going i didn't know about all the the how involved you were with a bunch of different individuals but mm -hmm. i mean i i'm glad you told that story because you know when you're somebody like yourself like a creative and an artist you get emotionally invested in a project mm -hmm. and, you, and you find these holes where you think to yourself oh okay there's there's an opportunity for me to you know shed some light in here and, and put some color into this and mm -hmm. I loved what you did over there at Yuma High and the, that project that I helped you on where the, you're still working on mm -hmm. it over there at UCLA. You're, it was it like a is it um it's a side project for you correct? No, so this is actually my first year film. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So um, with any film school, um, especially I think the master's program, unless you're like a very renowned film school like Cal Arts is known for like their animators going right off the back like just making films fire and same thing with ucla and usc but uh so for our program at least even the directors like we have to make a film every year and it's cool so like you can you pitch ideas at the beginning of the quarter and i knew what i wanted to do coming in right like, i was like i have ideas i have stories yeah like dude. because i'm thankful i've done a lot or i've experienced a lot because of like people like you the people in my hometown you know going to u of a and just meeting people that supported me yeah you know so I came in knowing what I wanted to do. So I wanted to tell a story about like education. And nice. I was a teacher. So I was like, what if I make fun of like, just like the daily routine of yeah. a teacher and how he has to deal with these kids <laughs> every day and all the stupid stuff that happens in especially class. Especially at Yuma High. Oh yeah, especially at <laughs> Yuma High. Especially cause like, I remember when we were kids, like we were stupid, but like we respected like our teachers. I, rem I remember going into some of like the the lower classes because we always took accelerator ap but like the the regular classes i guess what you call them yeah and like even the kids there were like pretty respectful yeah these kids have no, no bars <laughs> oh my god I no respect no respect like <laughs> you have to like grind your teeth and just set them straight right away otherwise yeah. it's just it's bad like, they're gonna walk all over yeah you. and these kids are savages so that was fun dealing with that because I came up with all these funny little like stories about just these kids like messing around and being stupid in class. Yeah. So like with Eric, he helped me out on this project. Um, in December, he came. Or when I came back, uh, I paid him obviously as a creative. Like I support what he does. This, no, he didn't. You need to pay your creatives. So he basically was my voice director. So we went to Yuma High and uh, I had students that I already had picked to be like voice actors in yeah. this film. So like they... I, we set aside a time. Yuma High thankfully was able to, you know, 
allow me to do this, which I'm very ha happy. Yeah, shout and, out to uh, you. Hi. We uh, basically, Ariana Calderon too, she's yeah, a good friend of mine, Calderon, Miss Calderoni. She uh, opened her room for us to go there and basically like have like a, a set. You know, the students came in, I showed them the storyboards and I kind of like told them how they were supposed to emote. And then Eric would be like, oh, a little bit more, exaggerate yeah. just a little bit more. Yeah. And it was really cool because like all these students, like they did a really good job. Some Dude, of them were like- They were into it. Yeah. I thought I was, thorough, I was uh, uh, genuinely impressed. You were impressed with one, Leo. I remember because <laughs> I'm actually finishing up the scene or the act with his whole class, fifth period. And I was like, that's the best class because like Leo did a really good job on his part. Yeah. I was like. Which one was Leo again? He, uh, yeah. he was, I remember his, I think it was like, and I, you little, and oh, he, he asked, yeah. can, can I just say it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Leo. Now. So I cut that part out though, because obviously we can't have it in the, yeah. and if I'm going to show it at the school, I can't. You got to beep it out. Yeah, I got to bleep it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just cool. Like the kids came in and it was good seeing their faces and it was fun to like, you know, and the thing is like, these kids don't know what's out there. And it's mm -hmm. like most people tell, um, you know, people from our background, like, go be an engineer, go be a doctor, go do something that makes money. Yeah. And it sucks because like, I mean, and it doesn't suck because like if you have the drive to do that, go ahead. But there's some people that like to create. And unfortunately in Yuma, I feel like, especially not just in education, art education isn't being supported as much as it should be. Mm -hmm. Because like right now, example, for, for this whole situation that's going on, most people are at ho their houses watching stuff on the internet, mm -hmm. looking at paintings, looking at videos or podcasts, listening or watching movies or reading books or whatever you guys are doing during this time period. Yeah. All that stuff was created by creatives. And, you know, if you think about that, it's like if these kids don't see people like us doing this, like you doing this, people from our community doing this, they aren't going to be willing to like go out and try to accomplish yeah. these things. Try to create. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of <laughs> that was that was a, so we were like, all right, who's gonna call? I know. So uh, and it's cool because like I met a lot of really talented people. They're like Leo, for example. He did a funny, funny video skit last year for a world history class. Oh, he They're, made it himself. Well, him and his team. Unfortunately, they didn't hit any of the things they should have hit <laughs> for like our topic. But it was funny. I was yeah. dying, and I was like, man, like. People like that, and like even my first year teaching, I did a, a class where, or a project where I had them write a story based off of like one of the world, one of our world history topics. Yeah. And I had a girl who wrote something so powerful, and it was just like two pages long, and there was some grammatical er like errors, but yeah. like, who cares? The story was so good, it literally had me tear up. Because it had to do, it was talking about like the Berlin Wall, but I knew there was some stuff in there yeah. That had to do what was going down over oh, the words. Oh, like there was a... Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. See, like that gave me chills. It's so... It's crazy because um, you never know what medium is going to click with those individuals. Mm -hmm. Because I know from personal experience, I would have never done any of this stuff if it wasn't for Bianca and telling me to try his uh, CTV. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot you were in yeah, CTV. I would have never... Boom. I didn't get it. I don't think you missed a it. I know, dude. Well, I would have never done CTV, and that was the thing that clicked for me. That was the thing that kind of catapulted everything mm -hmm. and took the expression to a whole nother level because for my whole life, I just, I drew. Mm -hmm. Drew on people's backpacks, drew girls' names yeah. and stuff, you know, try to try to get some points. But uh, <laughs> never worked. But uh, some points. Some points. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just drew, and then I remember uh, CTV, and then somebody... So, and it was it was 
it was one of those things when you're a senior, you just need a, you need credits, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, I'll just try this thing, and you try it, and it ends up being one of those things that you know you fall in love with. And same thing with that girl. You maybe she would have never realized she liked writing so mm-hmm. much if if or maybe maybe not even that, but maybe didn't realize how good she was at creative writing unless you you know you pushed that, that. Yeah, yeah, and it that's what sucks as far as the educational system it may be a little bit hard because their teachers are spread so thin and you would know more than anybody because you were a teacher yeah you're just trying to scrape by yeah and especially when you're dealing with so many other kids that are just like bouncing on the walls or just not listening you're just trying to get their information in. so yeah you know creativity kind of gets put to the wayside mm-hmm. in that case so it kind of sucks but i i love when you were a, it, you being a teacher made me think about it and i'll and i thought you know this could be kind of cool because the uh, same boat as you i was like oh, okay well you know, seeing you do it, I was like, that's so cool. And it made me want to, um, hold on, pause. Bam. What time is it? Uh, we're good. It's one thirty. Okay, perfect. You got to be at class at what time? Like 2. Okay. But yeah, I, can, I can be like 10 minutes later. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, I'll go to one forty five. All right, cool. Um, you know, it, it led, uh, it inspired me to want to do an educational type thing too. And, and I got lucky as far as being involved in that, um, the Skills USA stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Like that. You actually worked with one of my students on that. Which one? Uh, Ricardo. I don't know. He's a taller kid. Tall had like kid? a like a really thin mustache. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm good. He's a photographer. Oh, okay, like okay. I, I'm good if I see them in person because like I, I, you see so much of them and you know, but uh, yeah, it's fun. The whole, I feel like uh, we need a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, and that's the, the the nice thing about I would say one of the positive sides about everything going on right now like you're saying is like maybe people need to start creating a little bit more mm-hmm. you know because people are stuck inside yeah right now so like what are you going to do either you know there's only so much working out you can do there's so much so much sanitizing you can do there's only so much you can watch there's only so much you can watch you know exactly I mean I don't know about you dude but I get kind of I'm over it I'm over sitting and watching shit I kind of I just you know I like working on stuff me too it's well like, and the, I, this is really fun you know it sucks because this might have to stop a little bit because everything's mm-hmm. getting kind of gnarly but you know, um, it, it's fun to just create stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I, it's just, it's cool, man, because, you know, I remember both of us in high school and just the way we were and to see how things have evolved and things keep evolving. It's cool because, you know, you're one of the people for sure when I started this whole project that I wanted to, you know, give some light on because all the stuff that you've done, especially for the Yuma High thing, I'm glad you, you, you shared that with us because, dude, that's so cool to be able to, that's what I'm talking about as far as giving back. Like not financially or anything like that, but you know, giving back your passion and, and sharing and expressing what you do, mm-hmm. and it's cool because I remember being there and 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 doing that that uh, that project with you. Those kids were so engaged, like mm-hmm. they wanted to be there. It was so cool, and they all and they all and they all gave it their best. Like obviously they're not all you know, yeah, they're not superstars. All vo- yeah, exactly. Yeah, but-, but they gave it their best and they enjoyed being it. And you showed them something new. Which was cool, and there's all and there's so many different things as far as art and creating that mm-hmm. can show people something new that maybe it just takes that one opportunity to to get somebody to click and be like, oh, okay, I want to do that. Yeah, that's cool. Like that's super. Yeah. That's sick. No, I feel you on that, and it's cool to think about that stuff when we're like here and now, like what you're doing here. Like, I was like, when I saw you start building this, I was like, yo, this is so sick. Like, I'm so happy for you. This is like so cool because this is like Thanks, something that Yuma needs, especially with like the younger population. Like, I mean, we of all people, just because like, I think it's awesome because like me and you both came from the period of time where we're like, we were analog and uh, slowly switching into digital. The 90s babies, dude. Yeah. So like, we like, I know for a fact, like I can switch to analog if I need to. Yeah. I don't like to. Yeah. But I'll do it if I need to. Yeah. If like, there's no resources for digital or like internet. But like we come from the time period where we can flip flop. So like we can create stuff by hand 
Yeah. And then go digitally for Digital. you too. Yeah, we were right on that. Cause I remember when I was going to school, dude, they stopped they stopped making uh coding um an essential. Like you needed to code. Like oh, that wow. was part of your thing. And I was like, thank God, because I hate coding. Dude, I have to take a coding class next quarter or you next do. year. Yeah. Oh, good well, because we have to learn how to make an interactive game. Uh oh, oh. yeah. So. It, it's it might click for me because I don't know, like if if I fail once, I try it again. Usually it clicks once I like figure it oh, out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Well, that could work. I don't know. I might might be totally not because I know people in my program and my cohort are super good with the computers. And I'm like, you guys are going to need to teach me everything. Yeah. I'm, Coding's a bitch. Yeah. Dude. I hate it. That sucks. Well, I mean, I'm like I said, maybe it'll click for you, but or it's another creative thing just to get things moving. I just hated it, dude. It was so meticulous and I just, it was pain in my ass. I hated it. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, it's like drawing. It just takes time. You got to do your sketches. Yeah. And you do the, do like the roughs and then you do your, inking or whatever it is whatever program you're doing and then you put yeah. it together like dude i think i've worked more in production on my film yeah than i have in like actual animating like i remember when i got back to ucla oh, yeah. this past quarter and I had to put an animatic together i pushed it off to the very end i was like i was like okay i know i need to put an animatic together so they can see like the story like all together what is it an animatic what is that it's basically so like for movies and like especially for marvel movies and like animated movies um your storyboards are put together with like how long that segment or that scene lasts with oh. like the voicing oh voice okay you kind of like, chunk it in yeah so, like okay. they can see how it's gonna pan out that's so fun yeah no dude it was a pain in the ass i hated doing that <laughs> i thought i could get it done like two days yeah i was like hell no it took me a week and a half of just sitting there literally i sat there at the studio i would go to school like at 5 30 go to the gym get out by seven yeah. Get up, back up to the studio at eight after eating breakfast, and then I would sit there from eight till eleven, working on it. Okay, go to class to the lecture class I had to teach, and then I would come back, stay there for another four hours working on it, go to my next class for three hours, stay there till ten, still working on it. Oh shit! For like a week and a half. You have a work ethic, dude, that you know is is unmatchable. Your work, dude, it's ethic, a grind. Your, your work ethic is is so admirable, dude. It's fucking crazy the stuff that you like how. You put your nose down and just go for it, and nothing distracts you. I've always admired that about you, dude. It's hard because I get lazy as fuck. Sometimes. Dude, I do too. That's what I was saying. Like these last two weeks being here, I was lazy. Like I should have gotten stuff done, gotten way more stuff done. Yeah. Than I should have, but I was just like, you know what? Back home, my home's peaceful. I just want to relax. Yeah. And well, now that school started today, literally, I just started my routine back. I'm just like, all right, I'm back in the grind. It would. Uh, I mean, maybe because I know everybody's kind of different. What helps you get back in into that routine? What helps you focus? When I know there's like. Like I have a schedule. Like when you're on break, you don't have a schedule. You don't have like it's like Lucy Goose. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I can get this done whenever. Yeah. But now I actually have classes, and like I'm like, okay, I need to wake up at five, go work out or do something, because I'm very much ADHD. So like, yeah. if I don't do something in the morning, I'll be bonkers the entire day. Yeah, you're off the walls. Yeah, unfortunately. Jeez, off the walls. Jeez, like Vans. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Stupid. No, like yeah, that's how I am. It's just like I have to get my energy out. Otherwise, I can't sit here for more than like five minutes and I want to like get going or like walk around. Yeah, same. I'm I'm focus just way. like that. So, yeah. And I, honestly, I really have to thank my mom and my dad for like, because like I remember my mom, she worked so much when we were younger. When um, my dad, when my dad had left, you know, uh, she was working very hard. Uh, she worked two jobs and she would like, not only was she like taking care of us. She was taking care of other kids. Yeah. Like, because she was a counselor. Yeah, so, like, she was basically like a mom for a lot of these kids whose parents didn't know how to, like, package them for my financial aid or for school. And it's nuts. I think about that. Like, my mom 
would, would grind at school nonstop, even knowing that she had us. Yeah. Like she'd give her her all. And then she'd come get us, take us home, leave us there. And me and my sister would take care of each other. Yeah. Or it was mainly me and her fighting over what to watch on TV. <laughs> and, uh, but we would get our homework done. Like it yeah. was like we knew that we had to get our homework done before we'd do anything else. Yeah. And she would come back all the way in town because we lived out in Mesa del Sol. Yeah. She would come all the way back into town, teach night classes. You're, yeah. Oh, get on that guy. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> come back into Yuma, okay. teach uh, night classes at Cebola for uh, Spanish speakers to learn mm-hmm. English. At night? Yeah, at night. Oh, shit. From like 7 to 8, or I think it was 6 to 8. I can't remember. I did remember. not know that. And she would drive all the way back home. And yeah. then she would wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning or 4, do her work that she needed to do. Yeah. Wake us up, make us breakfast and, or, and lunch, and then send us to school. Yeah. And sometimes we would stay with her at the office, and we would just do our work. And then, so you watched her grind? Yeah, we would see her grind and just do everything. So I think that helped a lot with like me and my sister's work ethic because – we like to be busy and we know we can we can do more. If there's time for us to do more, we will do it. Yeah. Do you find uh do you find it's challenging, especially as a creative? Uh because I feel like it's a it's um there's we're extremists because mm-hmm. when, you know, I oh I feel like for me, in all honesty, like, you know, you always want to praise like the grind, the hustle and stuff. And when it gets that point, like it's hard to stop. And then yeah. especially when but when there's like a low moment, like a down. Like, it's kind of easy to get real lazy. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, especially in the world of deadlines and getting stuff done, like, you get good, and and I don't know, you tell me, but I feel like I get I got really good at knowing how long shit's going to take me. Yeah. And in all reality, like, if I know I can squeeze this in in the last, you minute. know, two hours yep. at the last minute, I'm, and if I don't need to, then I probably will do that. But, you know, that comes with the price. Yeah. And over time, it's and it's kind of that fine balance as a, as a creative. Um it's also learning techniques and like uh, figuring out what works for you. Yeah, you get more efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you know it, it's just a it's it's an interesting thing. But yeah, like it, as a creative, you know, it's a especially like um, um, I, well, I think school for you and not even for you, but for anybody, school is a good base structure as far as like this is your thing. But I found you know from I've been at school for a while and doing this in this solo thing for like the last I don't even know, like four years now. I think so. Dude, I'm not. It gets kind of hard. It gets it gets challenging, you yeah. know, because you know no one's telling you when to get up. And but thank God for things like school and mm-hmm. you know bills are a good motivator. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's all there. But um, yeah, it gets it's challenging as a as a creative because you, and those are things that you know I wasn't taught. You, you know, as far as like uh, the things that the world that I'm in now, like mm-hmm. I wasn't taught how to do this. You know, I guess some people I had mentors that you know helped me along the way, but. You know, no one's telling me what time to get up. No one's telling yeah. me what time when I need to go to sleep. No one's telling me like how far to set deadlines. It's kind of challenging. I think that's the beauty of like talking to people like you or having Jer around. And it's like, how long is this taking you? How long should we charge for this? How long should we, mm-hmm. you know, it's cha- the creative world's a little bit challenging, but you know, and, or even like gauging your productivity as well. Like, oh yeah. Cause only you know, cause I feel like there's times to, to press the, to press the gas, mm-hmm. you know, like if you know, you know, you have two weeks to do this project, you know how much it means. Press the gas. You're staying yeah, up. You gotta grind. You're, you're grinding. But then there's times to, you know, push back. Push back. I know for me, as a creative, like, because I do illustrations too for, like, the stories that I want to, like, eventually make into, like, yeah. shows. Um, I know I'll start doing the inking. Like, I'll do a rough sketch. I'll do the inking. And then I'll start, like, watercoloring or using Copic markers to basically start doing the color yeah, and make get the vibe. And I know I'll be, like, I'll start working on it. And I maybe after, like, 20 minutes or an hour, I'll be, like, okay, I need to stop. 
Take because a if break. I keep working on it, no, right. not even take a break. Just like like if I keep working on it, it's gonna start looking shitty. Oh, I'm gonna start yeah. getting lazy. Yeah, dude, you know who's actually uh, super good? And I I would like to know for you, um, that person for me is my mom. Oh, really? My mom, she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Why? She's like, "You look like you need to take a break." I was like, "Shut the fuck up." And then, uh, you know, and then maybe a couple of days later, I'll find myself like exhausted. And then I take a break and my mom was like, yeah, you're right. Like I needed it. I just needed it. But because like it's easy as a creative to, you know, you get hyped on something mm-hmm. and you it's important. And, you know, but then after a while, you're just you're grinding your gears yeah. and you're nothing's coming out and you can't force that. You know, there's especially with some things, you know, in some things you need to exhaust like sketchy. Yeah. Like I like the ideation phase, that stuff you need to fully exhaust, like yeah. get all those ideas out. You know, even like, not even just with creatives, but I feel like just ideation and everything, like mm-hmm. get everything out. On the table. Exactly. And then from there, you pick and then put stuff together. Like, I think that part's so fun, dude. Well, yeah, because you get to see like what you're thinking of, especially when you're working with people. It's like, that's what's really cool about like storytelling. Like, I've realized like- Press up. You know, press up like this? Yeah. Boy. Like, okay, got you. But uh, like being on. over there now, like I'm working with like directors, screenwriters, producers, and like we all meet together or like talk about it and like it's like you pull different parts from each person. Each person has their job and like we all like shoot ideas off each other. Oh unless it's like a like the actual film project, mm-hmm. then it's like like I don't want to mess with the director's film because like I don't oh, want to like push yeah. a button. Like I had a, one of my homegirls, she did an awesome boxing film and I got to be part of it. Um I just saw how hyped she was and like sometimes like she gets stressed because like you're on a deadline and you only have so much yeah. time to be on a set. I'd be like I would not want to be like her direct or like her director of photography or sound person and be like, oh. hey, like the sound's not working or hey, the lighting's not oh, good. Because it's just like, a... it's just like, I feel like it just starts going like crazy. I think it's hard, like, uh, it's harder than people think to find a good uh, team of creatives. Oh, yeah. Like to vibe with because I know, I can only speak of my own experience. I know me personally, there's certain things that I, I'm, a, I'm a stickler about and there's certain things that, you know, I'm trying to get better at delegating, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a good that's a, a good thing for me is having Jer around. And because there's some things like, uh, like video, for instance, like wedding videos are mm-hmm. a good example. I'm a, these bugs are driving me crazy. Um, you gotta deck them. Yeah, dude, sock that fool. Aga! Yeah, he's gone. Um, you know, that was a good thing because for me, it was about efficiency and, and getting more work and, you know, spreading and spreading the opportunity. You know, Jer is a good videographer. He's a great videographer. And, and for me, you know, like I love doing video as well. But mm-hmm. if I have somebody that's, you know, that's good and does a great job, you know, my why did, why not, you know, share that and spread that? Yeah. And, you know, and then you have a team and then you can just do more and then just do more of what you enjoy. Yeah. And even if you like, let's say if you're working on the same on a project and let's say you can't get your stuff done. Or let's say something that you don't per se know how to fix. He got it. Yeah, he's got it. Or yeah. he can show you how to do it. And then you add another tool. Yeah. That was a big toolkit. that was a big motivator for this space, you know, because both of us could, you know, buy a house and maybe eventually this is a thing, is like, you know, get your own place, make a room into an office and you mm-hmm. just do it all by yourself. But we had been doing that for like the last year and we're like, you know what, let's just we've been working with a bunch of different individuals, like from kids in high school, working mm-hmm. with them, giving them work. We just wanted to make a space like this so people can come in and, you know, a use this space, an opportunity for to meet different people and mm-hmm. to network. And like you were saying earlier, like eventually, you know, develop a co-op for people to come in and because it's there, you know, but yeah. there's just if you build it, they will come. Yeah, if you build it, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I feel like Yuma has so much unta- untapped talent. Yeah, because they just aren't given the re- people aren't given the resources. Kids aren't given the resources to see that they have it. Yeah. 
And so turn like most people don't have the privilege like me and you to go to colleges or higher education where yeah. we start learning these things because yeah. you know money's an issue. Money's a huge Hell issue. Hell yeah. Especially when kids have parents that are working two jobs or a single household or maybe they just don't have parents. And it sucks because yeah. like you see these kids have the ability but they don't have the support home. And like I said, it's so hard as a teacher or even a counselor, any, whatever you do as a teacher or like when you're working at a school, it's so hard to stay on top of kids yeah. when you're not there all the time. You only see them maybe once a day. Uh -huh. And if you're a coach, you see them after. And all you can do is hope that, yeah. you know. Yeah, that, and it's tough. And I'm, and I'm sure for you, it's uh, 146, so maybe we can just wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't want you to be late. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's a history of animation class. It's not that hey, man, that's kind of important. I know, that's, yeah. <laughs> we'll get you out of here. Um, it's just, um, I forgot what, what I was about to say. It happens. Thank you. You're sick kid. I like the stash. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I really like the stash. I'm bringing it back. I like it, man. What were, you, what were you just talking about? I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I know same here. Um, school and the opportunities within like Yuma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, um, I, I honestly forgot my, my train of thought of shit happens. But no, I just think that, um, you know, for, for the city itself, it's, um, it is tough for, this, for the situations you were saying, especially for kids. They don't have, some kids just don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. Like I got lucky, you know. Those AI people showed up at my house. My parents, I had parents like mine that were like, oh, that looks cool. Mm -hmm. Let's go check it out. And then I checked it out and it worked out. But like you said, and you experienced that some of those kids don't have a person or parents or anybody to, to help guide them, you know. And that's the beauty about social media now. And, you know, people like yourself is, you know, teachers and, and creators are, can be that inspiration for people and they can help. So that's why it's so important to just, you know, maybe just express yourself and to create shit because you never know who you're going to inspire or who yeah. you're going to touch and maybe just doing it for you maybe you just need that expression yeah because i think that's a big that's a big part missing in even wellness because you know you got your mental your physical all that but even the part that how do you express yourself yeah you know and a lot of kids aren't taught how to express themselves because there's all these stigmas and things generational yeah. like yeah uh what's it called ideas of like People are supposed to hold in stuff. Yeah, you're not be supposed a man, to express be gay, yeah, shit like that. Stuff. Like I love Bad Bunny's new like his new, <laughs> I was talking to you about it. Uh, his new music video for uh, Yo Pareo Sola. I was dying. That was, was hilarious. I, I love that guy so much. He's what so funny. What does he do? He's like grinding on himself. He, he's grinding on himself. So like, how do you grind on yourself, dude? So okay. So like in the video, he's basically a girl. And different, like he dresses up as oh, a girl, that's fucking and funny. so there's one part where he's like, it's him himself, and he starts yeah. grinding on a girl, but the girl's him. <laughs> it's so funny because the girl turns around, and you just see his face. Is and it like, uh, <laughs> is it is it similar to an Austin Powers sort of thing? Yeah, we're all <laughs> I'm gonna watch it when I get home. Yeah, watch it when you get home. It's so funny. <laughs> I'll watch it right now. But um, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on. I think people need to hear um, what it's like to be. You know another field of creativity from here because you're doing a lot of really cool stuff and you know we're rooting for you here even though you're in ucla yeah you're rocking that u of a hat for a while and then you just you just flipped hey i still bear down <laughs> <laughs> still bear down girl um that's tight man well if you um for your social and stuff how can people find you um uh, instagram is uh big pavo so b-i-g-p-a-double-v not b-v that's the kicker oh and then I think that's it. Facebook is just Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, Sanchez. I just sent people to my Instagram. Yeah, Instagram it works that way. All right, man. Well, you'll be here for a while. So yeah, <laughs> until so. this Rona, I hope everything goes. Same here. Let's Rona just tap. bump, dude. Rona tap. <sighs> yeah, try not to. Let's, let's not get sick, huh? No, I let's don't take care know. of each other. Let's gonna get hot here soon. So. It's gonna get hot here. We'll be fine. Hopefully, everything 
Yeah, that, maybe that's up. a good thing right now that Rona's coming right now because it's about to get real hot in Yuma. No one's going to want to go outside anyways. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's it called? I know you also mentioned that you wanted me like to send you, uh, what's it called? The clip of my film. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. can do that too. I'll send you like the opening scene. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys made it this far. And maybe actually I'll just play it in the beginning because, you yeah. know, based on analytics, people only watch like 20 minutes of this shit. Yeah, it's only like a 10, like 15, 30 second thing. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Then I'll play it in the front. All right, perfect. Thanks Don't for sending it over, man. All right, I appreciate then. it. I love you, brother. I love you too, dude. It's Keep always great seeing you. You too, man. You're always welcome back on the stale. Thanks, dog. I appreciate it. I'll definitely be back. Yeah, Oscar will be here. Oh, this is Oscar the girl. She's oh, that's girl. Oscar the girl. Oh, wait. Does it... She has a vagina. Oh, wait. Is it like an actual girl that works here too? Nope. Or are you talking about the plant? The plant's named Oscar. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, wait, what? But, all right, man. Well, I gotta get going. Yeah, you gotta get to class. I gotta get to class. You know, remote learning. <laughs> Take them off. Online. I can do this.